0: Oh, Recorded live.
1: Hi, it's Susan Newman, A.K.A. Susie Brandtastic, your host for today's broadcast. The CEO and Green Brand Visibility Designer at Susan Newman Design Incorporated, specializing in innovative branding and design for entrepreneurs, environmental organizations, and creatives. Did you know there's a live version of Susie Brandtastic? focused on Jersey City entrepreneurs and small business owners, and environmentalists too, but in 10- to 15-minute video bites, so just check out Suzy Brandtastic on YouTube or suzybrandtastic.com. Today's show is sponsored by Frogs Are Green, spreading awareness and, eng- and engaging people around the world to help save frogs and amphibian- amphibians. The winners of the 5th Annual Kids Art Contest and the 6th Annual Photo Contest are posted on the website and exhibitions are being planned for this spring. So just visit frogsaregreen.org. And now I'm so pleased to introduce my guest for today, Chris Sprague. So let me tell you a little bit about Chris. He is the International Transformation and Empowerment Ambassador, Keynote Speaker, best-selling author, and a pioneer in the study of how people are wired. His purpose in life is to inspire and empower people to understand how they are wired and in turn transform their life. Through research, personal experience, and working with countless clients, Chris has discovered that once you understand how you are wired, you are able to eliminate many frustrations and transform your life and business. Chris is a thought leader and accomplished professional speaker delivering a message of transformation and hope for the future. He speaks to audiences from 10 to over 10,000 and empowers people to transform their future by transforming their thoughts using an open, honest, straightforward approach to change. Welcome, Chris.
0: Well, thank you very much, Susie. It's an honor to be back on your show again. And, and before we get started, I have to say I am so glad we are sponsored by Frogs Are Green today. And the reason is is that one of the things I'll talk about towards the end is a joint venture. I've got going with a local clinical psychologist. In fact, I think you met him at the one event we were at, Dr. Mark Costman. and we always joke around about having frog moments. And if you if you know, the, I think it's the um, Discover Card commercial where the guys on there say, had, you know, was talking about his frog and and the. Do you, uh, you know, do they do they protect frogs? And the guy from Discover is saying fraud, and they at the end think they're on the same page, and you as a viewer know they aren't on the same page. So it's, I guess, it's serendipity that that Frogs Are Green is sponsoring us today because that is one of uh, Mark, Mark and I's inside running jokes uh, about some of the things. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that in. I can throw another plug in for Frogs or Green, but um, it just it's awesome. Let's get rocking and rolling.
1: <laughs> Great. Right. Well, you know, Frogs of Green is, uh, you know, is is going, is getting ready to to really explode. So, um, you know, uh, we've had a lot of really good things happen, and, uh, you know, now that it's a new year and there's all kinds of things in the works, I mean, it's just uh, really interesting to see where, where this is all going to go. And hopefully, um, you know, that just means a ton more awareness which is what the the whole point is. So So anyway, yes, you've been on this show before, and so uh, why don't we begin with, um, you know, a little bit of your journey um, so that, you know, people who haven't heard uh, about you before uh, can become a little more familiar with, um, you know, who you are and what you do and how you sort of, you know, started caring about how people are wired and why.
0: Sure, sure. So I'll give you guys all the the really short nutshell version. Uh, Normally, public speakers, the sin of all public speakers is don't apologize for anything, but considering I can talk for about eight hours on any given topic, and when I start talking, I just keep going. You're going to hear a lot of high energy, and I have to sometimes say that I'll give you the nutshell version to keep myself on track. So for me, my my life, uh, I've been told my life has been an interesting journey. I started off my professional career as a disc jockey and an entertainer, um, was in the theater, uh, was in music was lead singer of a band was in um- was doing all that fun stuff and then um I took the detour that every great creative musician uh creative personality takes and that's jumping into information technology now that might seem like a very weird detour but the short version of why it's not is that in information and technology and in programming you still get the creative uh the chance to be creative um and the chance to live out um very similar things as you do when you're on stage um and, and you know if we had you know hours and hours i could go into in depth why but we'll leave it at that it served um while it was a, an interesting detour i I was able to serve for a time my creative uh you know my creative side even while doing that unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you look at it towards the end of the two thousands uh two thousand nine two thousand ten I experienced a couple of layoffs um the last one was from a uh, i was a senior director for a fortune five hundred company, so I attained a a level of success and um but you know with success sometimes comes failure and uh you know, I was laid off, and it gave me a chance to reevaluate everything. Um, and the reason it gave me that chance was because uh, a year after I had been laid off, I still wasn't back in in information technology. So at that point, after being laid off for a year, uh, I joined John Maxwell when he created a as a founding partner when he created a coaching, teaching, and public speaking certification program. And I thought, okay, this is it. I've got a master's degree in leadership. I've been a leader every place I've been since I've been sixteen years old. I can teach people leadership i've you know I've hit the mother load. this is great. Little did I know that it wasn't going to be as easy as I had thought, and little did I know that I wasn't meant to to teach people leadership first that I was meant to teach people great leadership if they were a leader, but that I was meant to uh, you know teach people how to find their zero point, how to understand how they were wired and you know, teach them leadership uh, as a, as a second thing. If they were meant to be a great leader and that's how they were wired, then I still have the, the tools to teach them great leadership. In the end, not understanding that right up front cost me everything. Um, it cost me a wife. it You know, it led to a divorce, a financial meltdown, the loss of as I as I say to everybody, everything except my three cats at this point. And I kind of have to say it with a smile on my face because if I didn't, I'd cry. Um, so the The journey has been long, it's been interesting, Um, and now what I do is, is, you know, I focus on taking this journey, translating it into other people's lives, and empowering them to understand that while being anything they want to be, it, it is not. It might not be a possibility, be anything they want to be within how they're wired and understanding and, and mastering and, and accepting that in a lot of cases is the key to their success and living a happy, fulfilled life they were destined to live.
1: So, you know, I, I would love to get uh, into this little niche right now where, you know, um, I I understand, um, you know, what you're talking about because I also have experience uh what it's like to be laid off um luckily in my life that's that only happened one time but um but it was at a very pinnacle moment where it was almost impossible to then find another job so what would you say to people out there who um who are experiencing that moment when you know they've they've attained certain success uh, they're at a nice high level and then they get laid off and what what should be like the first steps that they take other than panic
0: yeah, the, the the first step is panic, and and the, and the second step is cal- the, the second step is calm down. It's okay, um, and the and that really you know it's, it's it's funny. There's more concrete steps coming, but it really is after the panic. It's to calm down and realize that it will be okay. And I want to remind everybody who's listening to my voice. You're talking to somebody who went through two layoffs within two years and hit rock bottom. Had his wife come to him and look at him and say. You know, your business is also failing, and if you don't get a real job, after not being able to get a real job before starting the business if you don't get a real job I'm leaving you so this isn't some fluffy pie in the sky you know calm down relax everything will be okay no this is real world you go through the pain you then go you go through the you know the the panic the pain and then you have to tell yourself it's going to be okay as far as the concrete step and the step I wish I would have taken right off the bat is you utilize the time Right after a layoff to invest in yourself and look at yourself and decide is what I just got laid off from doing what I am meant to do for the next quarter of my life or or am I meant to do something else either for the rest of my life or for at least the next quarter and if you notice how I put that the next quarter because a lot of times people come out of layoffs and they think oh the, the sky is falling I need to get another job right away because that was my career all my life and I achieved a level of success and, and I got to get back into it because that's what I was supposed to do for the rest of my life and still others look at it and go okay now I'm completely free I can figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life well the problem with both of those ways of thinking while they serve at least a little bit of purpose to get you back on track the problem is when you think about doing something for the rest of your life, you put pressure on yourself and your brain goes into a fight or flight, uh, you know, a, a flight or flight response. It's the reason why when I do my seminars and my lunch and learns and my talks and my mastermind groups and everything else I do. I, I steer people away from thinking about being anything they want to be because it's too much pressure. It's putting the weight of the world on you, and that's the last thing you need when coming out of a it, when coming out of a very very nasty uh, environment, meaning you know a layoff and all the pain. So the first concrete step after processing the feelings is to sit down, take an inventory, and figure out. Is this what I just came out of, what I'm meant to do for the next quarter of my life, or is there something else?
1: Right. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting that you said that because um, one of the things that I've heard yeah, from many sources is that um, even when people aren't, let's say, let's say, laid off, but decide they want to leave the job they're in, They go and they start a new business, and they always start a new business doing the same thing. And, you know, should – I love what you're saying because, you know, just because that's what you were doing doesn't mean that's what you should be doing.
0: Exactly, because, as human beings, we do what we 're comfortable with we're afraid of change, and that's a natural human reaction It was built into us from our from our ancestors where you know our brain protects us and keeps us safe, and our brain says the the common state, good or bad, and it's a whole probably for another another show we could do on it, but your current state, good or bad, is the safe place to be, and that you know, if I want to leave a job, like say I'm an IT, an IT guy and I want to leave that job, being an IT consultant is the next logical thing to do. And that's why I talk about finding your zero point. Because if you think I'm going to translate this now, if you think about it, you're starting from one, so to speak. In other words, you feel you found what you're supposed to do. You start from the beginning. Okay, this is it. You know, I've done this for the last 15 years. This is where all my experience lies. This is what I meant. This is what I feel I'm meant to do because it's what I, I, I'm good at, and I never go to look and see if there was something before you know think about this if the egyptians would not have looked for the number zero i think it was the egyptians who came up with the concept of zero or some ancient uh society if they wouldn't have looked for the number zero our mathematical system would be completely different same way with your life if you think you've got your number 1 you know, your purpose, your passion, or, you know, your purpose or your passion, if you think you've got it and don't look for zero, what came before, and that thing that's inside of you, that DNA that's inside of you that, has actually, that actually has the blueprint for, for what's going to make you successful, then you're going to keep spinning your wheels. And while you might achieve a mild level of success in your business, I guarantee you're not going to achieve the full, the full level of success and not going to live the happy, fulfilled life you deserve.
1: So most of us, uh, you know, study a trade and then, let's say, go into that business. But, um, you know, when you, when someone does want to, like, uh, reevaluate their life, let's say they're at some stepping stone point and they want to reevaluate um, and, you know, figure out what, you know, what their passion is, what their purpose in life is, um, you know, what are the steps that they should take? Let's say to figure out you know, what they're meant to do, and you know, what if it's a totally different subject? I mean, obviously, it could be a totally different subject matter um, where they may even need to go back for education. So, what what are the steps that they should they should take?
0: Excellent question, and before I even get to answer it, I want to take one fear right off the table for everybody. If you're listening to my voice right now and and you go through this process and you think you're going to do something different, you are living in the most wonderful time in the world because there are not only paid education courses out there, but there are – Thousands, if not millions, of free education, everything from people you've never heard of up through MIT that you can start to – you can at least start to learn new courses. So please, if you go through this process and realize that you you were going to be – you know you were going down the road of of being, um, I'll say, an IT guy, and now you realize you want to be a plumber the rest of your life, do not – Do not let education or anything else stop you. You're living in the best time ever to find education. Um, Forget about the fact that, that people say it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to college. Sure, it does. But there are different ways of finding the information you need to be able to pursue your zero point, pursue your destiny in life. So put that fear out of your head. And then once that fear is gone, because all of it is an excuse, false evidence appearing real, and all of it is an excuse to stop you from doing what you were meant to do because our gremlins love to do that. We ought to do a show on gremlins one day. Maybe the next time we'll be sponsored <laughs> by Stripe the Gremlin. But I could talk for a long time on how gremlins stopped me for years. Um, so now that we got that out of the way, the, the biggest key – and I'll give you a, a quick three-step process in a second – overall, the biggest key… Is you're going to go back to the time you were three to five years old, and you're going to find you're going to find your first vivid visual positive memory, and that's going to give you your clue as to what your zero point actually is. So most people say to me, "Now wait a minute, Chris, I can't remember what I had for dinner three weeks ago." Of course, it was at like Ruth Chris Steakhouse or something like that. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sorry, local joke, or maybe Del Frisco's, or something like that, or for, or, or, or the best vegan place out there for you vegetarians. Um, the they say I can't remember what I did three weeks ago. Uh, how can I remember what I did? You know, what it's ten or maybe fifty or sixty years ago. The the amazing part about your brain is that your brain holds on to everything it sees, everything it hears. You You just aren't always able to recall it right away. So what you do first is you remember back as far as you can, whether that's a week, a month, a year, even a day. What happens when you have that memory is that your brain for an instant feels as if it's that day all over again. So the second step is you use that day and that memory as a springboard to think back even further. You repeat this cycle until you hit a memory that's when you were about three to five years old. It's going to be vivid even if you're not a creative thinker, even if you're not a dreamer, even if you're not a visual person. It's going to be in your in your mind because your mind doesn't understand your, your, all of your talents and it just pops that vision into your head. Once you get that, that's when you're going to start taking a look and say, what
1: does that all mean? Wow, that's very interesting. Okay, so what would you say to people who want to go through this process and they're looking to find someone, let's say like yourself, to help them uh uncover these um these thoughts and these visions and 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 realize their passion and purpose. So, how do they go about finding the right person to work with?
0: Great question, Susie. The the best part is a lot of people can do this themselves, so I always recommend give it a shot yourself. Give it a shot yourself first, and 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 kind of the guidelines I put around it for people are, give it a try first yourself. If you hit a very a very very negative um, or emotional uh, memory. Um, Contemplate, even if it's only for a couple of, couple of sessions, seek, seeking a mental health professional to help you through it, because you never know what's going to come up when you when you go through it. Um, but if you find that you can't get back far enough, then. Search out a coach a and here's what I'll say, and I don't mean to say there are any bad coaches, but I will call them a good coach, a coach that asks questions, and a coach that will help you find the answers inside yourself and not lead you through you know not completely lead you down any path you know it's one of the things that we got trained very well from in the john maxwell team is how to do i call it more cognitive interviewing which is what it really boils down to but it's asking a lot of questions and getting you to come up with those answers yourself and here's why i can think that i know just from talking with you what your what your zero point is i can think i know what's best for you but if i'm wrong then I've taken the responsibility for your life, and that's not my job. It's not what I should be doing. You should take the responsibility for your own life. The second thing is that if I'm wrong and I've steered you down the path, then I'm no better than the rest of the well-meaning people you've had in your entire life, the rest of the people who meant well and they really wanted to help you. Um, And the third thing is you are more apt and you are more likely to follow through a vision, a dream, a, a calling, your zero point, a, a thing, anything, a decision that you have made yourself and that you have come up with yourself. For those of you who have been in corporate America, there, was a, there one of the biggest jokes in corporate America is the easiest way to become the CEO's best friend is to make him think every idea was his and not worry about taking the credit. The reason people enjoy supporting their own ideas and unless they are unless they first like your idea they're not going to be as eager to support it as they would if it was their idea so i want you to come up with the idea on your own i want you to find your zero point on your own with with guided help of course but to, to find your zero point and what's important to you because my goal is your success. When, whenever I work with clients, you know, that's the, you know, that's the, that's my only goal is, is the client is the client's success. Um, and that any, any good coach will, uh, will do that. will be a questioning coach and we'll, we'll focus on their client success, not what the coach wants.
1: Okay. So uh, the next question I have is, um, when we know that we're doing what we're meant to do, and you then begin to collect—well, not really collect, but but um, uh, uh, inspire others. And the next thing you know, let's say we have advocates who are helping to uh, spread our message or are are sharing what we're doing with other people. Does that mean that both ourselves and the advocates are wired the same way?
0: It could. It, it doesn't necessarily mean it, but it, it could. Um, I'll give you a great example. Um, it, it, when I was when I was out teaching leadership, I fought tooth and nail to get on radio shows, and I pretty much was begging people to get on, and I think I got one interview the first year um, now I'm very fortunate to get asked back on shows. I'm very fortunate that when I'm on a show um if i find you know if the if the host hasn't reached out and I reach out like like you susie i'm i'm you know find that I'm welcome back with open arms and uh you know now I get a chance to pick and choose the the shows that I go on and I don't say that to impress anybody, but to impress upon you that when you find your zero point, you find your message, and you find what you're meant to do… Things become easier i 'm not saying they 're going to flow like you know it 's not going to flow like a flooding river right away, but they become easier for you, partly it's your confidence, partly it's because um, it, it 's because of how you talk, and also partly it's because you're living to your design now, whether you believe in God, any higher power, the universe or something greater than yourself, what I have found. Through working with countless clients, is is that once they find their zero point, what they're doing is they're living to what they were supposed to, and things just start to happen because it's kind of like you're following the directions, and you know if you're if you're trying to go from Pennsylvania to New Jersey, you know, and you and you try and take you know Route 76 to 275, which does not go through this area of Pennsylvania, you're not going to get to New Jersey, but if you take 76 to the you know to 95 to the bridge to you know you're in New Jersey, so follow so. Once you start following that DNA, that that zero point, um, the things you do have uh, bear fruit much quicker than when you were working against it before. Um, the other thing, and to get back to your question, then I'll kind of shut up. I'm Taking a look at the time, and realize we're we're slowly but surely running out of our half hour. Um, the, the nice thing about when you find your zero point, you end up finding people who resonate with your message, and they help you become. They they help by being advocates for you, because they resonate with your message. So you might not be wired the same. You might not have the same zero point, but at least they resonate with your message and can help you can help you spread the message just like uh, i'll give you a one real quick sports example like a baseball team there's a lot of people who enjoy whether it's the whether it's the phillies or the the new york yankees or the mets or yes we're we're, i'm talking local sports teams here you know or or um or you know maybe the dodgers or something go j roll Uh, but that's besides the point um the you know they like the team but they'll never be on the team because they're not Athletic or or they' they're, they've aged out of being able to be on the team, so they can support the team and they can resonate with the team because they understand their mission, their vision, but they're never going to be on the on the team. It kind of make sense?
1: Mhm, absolutely okay, so here's my my next question. What would you say is the difference between a motivational and an inspirational speaker?
0: Yeah, it, the it, and I always pause because for for all the Tony Robbinses and 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 let's see Tony Robbins, Brenda Bouchard, I'm looking for SEO value for you for this one. Um, but little joke there. But um, but now the the difference between motivation and inspiration is that motivation lasts for for a moment, um, or inspiration lasts for a moment. The whole,
1: <laughs> I know it's a tough one.
0: Now it's funny because now I'm, I'm I'm getting a little too I'm getting a little too funny so let me slow down. Motivation only lasts for for so long um, and inspiration can last a lifetime. Um, as, at the beginning when I first started doing this, everybody said, "Oh, you're a motivational speaker," and I really pushed back against that title because I can motivate you to get started, but if you aren't inspired to keep going. It's just going to last for a couple of minutes. So, you know, you—that's the 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 huge difference. Is motivation lasts for, you know, a moment. Inspiration lasts for a lifetime.
1: Excellent. Okay, here's going to be my last question for today. Um, and this uh, it's it's a good one. So it should take <laughs> could take a little while for you to get through it. Um, there are many speakers out there inspirational speakers and coaches. Um, And so what I'd love for you to talk about is um, how you share your content with others on the web. Is it through your blog? Is it through education? Is it through blog posts, uh, uh, marketing, through social media, LinkedIn? networking, what exactly, you know, draws the most people to you that you know, uh that not only wanna participate and then and, and maybe hire you for speaking engagements and this and that, but also to help promote what you're doing.
0: Awesome question, Susie. So the first thing I do is I try to get on, or not I try, but I get on as many of of shows like yours as I can because for me I'm a platform speaker. I'm somebody who you know, I told I told a radio show show host once that, uh, you know, my goal is to be on a stage somewhere, 365 straight days one year, um, literally Christmas, New Year's, the whole nine yards, and not just on YouTube or something like that, but literally on a stage. And, and of course, I got the year nuts, and I went, no, it's my zero points, what I love to do. I mean, literally, when I'm ready to die, all I want them to do is put me on a stage, put me on a chair, put all the family and friends I have left around me, and just let me talk until I, until I keel over, and then throw me in the ground. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that is my, you know, uh, other than the typical guy way of dying, that's the only other way I'd rather die. So, um, but so for me, I love doing I love doing this. When I was actively doing social media for myself um, at the beginning, before I before I really refocused on radio and everything, I was doing blog posts, videos. And I'll say the whole, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, And you might say, well, wait a minute, what do you mean actively doing? Um, What I've done, what I did last year, I'd say the second half of last year is I focused solely on radio shows and and internet radio. I mean, I've been on terrestrial radio, AM, FM, um, you know, uh, iHeartRadio, Radio, you know iTunes, TalkShoe, Blog Talk, the whole nine yards. I think the I think the only one I haven't been on yet is Sirius XM. So I'm still looking for. So if you have an XM if you have an XM show, give me a call. I I'd, I'd, I'd like to actually check that one off my list. Um, and. I then focused on helping to promote other people through the power of video content marketing. It's interesting. At the beginning of the show, we we talked – I I referenced a JV I'm doing with Dr. Mark Kosman, and it's called VideoContent.Agency. And yes, the website is VideoContent.Agency or VideoContentAgency.com. And what we do is we we help coaches and consultants – gain visibility credibility and really clearly state their unique selling proposition through the power of video and video content marketing because the beautiful thing with video and video content marketing is once you start with a video like you do with your um with your weekly uh, you know with your weekly YouTube videos and everything that you're doing um when you start with that you have a plethora of content you have a boatload of content you have an abundance of content um how many different ways can I say that? I feel like Keanu Reeves at this point. I'm a lawyer. That's my job. That's what I do. Um, but, but no, you have all the content, content you need because then you turn the video into – you put it on YouTube. You put it on your site. You send it out to your social media to get traffic back to your site. You end up creating a blog post out of it. You put the description in YouTube. You put the blog post on your on your website. Um, you know, and I could go on and on. I mean, we've developed a you know a system for for even better promotion. We call the 143 and the 61560. I can talk about that if you'd like, cause it really it is the way that coaches and consultants can get massive amounts of content content out there. Um, and it's something that I dove. You know, I decided to to split my energies and and while focusing on being the international transformation empowerment ambassador, do that through radio and um, did some stage did some stage things, but it was mostly focused on radio and then focused on building this other company. And here's where it kind of gets back to not only your zero point, but your gifts and everything else. Um, because part of the reason this other company got built was I did still have my IT gifts left over. Um, and it, it was a great way to, you know, build the company, um, Internally, so to speak. Um, in other words, okay, I won't pull any punches. I built the websites and the, and we, you know, created the back end process and the virtual studio and all the other stuff. So now that right. that's what, out of the, the way, well, well,
1: all, learned uh, learned, you know, uh, talents, you know, will always be able to be used even when you're doing something else.
0: Exactly, and that's what I, that's what I, I show people when they talk about one of the other questions people ask. I just want to get this out real quick. Is they say, well. Well, I, I can do a couple of things really well. Isn't one of those my zero point point? and I would you just say yeah, one of them is, but not all three. You know, most of us have an emotional uh, an emotional gift, a physical gift and a um I'll, I'll call it a um a, a harder skills gift. In other words, an emotional gift is, you know, relating to you know, relating to people like a soft skills type of thing or being able to translate topics. Um You know, or for me being a public speaker, the, the, you know, the harder skill. For me, I was blessed with the, the gift of being able to understand computers fairly easily and do and do that. You probably have the same harder, a more technical, whether you want to call it technical, maybe it's woodworking, something like that, but something else you can do with your hands that isn't a hobby or a sport, but it's something that you know you're 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 pretty good at. It's a gift of yours. The third gift everybody has is more of a physical gift, and even people who think they are not physically inclined will have one physical gift they can do. It might not be it might not be enormous. It might just be jumping higher than anybody else or it might be being able to run a marathon or it might be you know it might be bowling for some people. So it's one of the things where what you can do is once you find your zero point for me public speaking, you can then figure out how to use your gifts for me IT and and end up using your gifts while you're pursuing your zero point to help even more people. And that's kind of, that's the real quick nutshell on that.
1: Yeah, no I I totally get that. I totally get that because I have like, you know, the two sides of me, which are, you know, the branding side and the environmental side, and I'm able to, um, you know, focus on the environmental, but apply all the branding and design and web and all that, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's just like, you know, so, you know, it, it shows how different parts of you can all interact.
0: Exactly. And you might even find going forward that once the environmental side takes off, you might go back and look at your life and go, you know what? When I was three to five years old, if, um, you know, you know, because, you know, be
1: eat- and turtles. <laughs> exactly. I already exactly. Know that. that's, that's just,
0: I was going to say, and, and, and Susan, I know it was only, I know it was only about 15 years ago or so, because I know you're only 18. <laughs> yeah, right. So,
1: you know.
0: I know they had recycling back then, but but people in your situation might look back and go, you know what, before there was recycling, I was trying to figure out how to recycle. And before um, composting was was um, popular, I was trying to out there trying to compost. And it's like, okay, you found what your zero point is, and you know you have another gift. So if your gift is making you money until you can fully pursue your zero point, go ahead and use your gift, but set up the plan and the plan of action to get you from your gift into your into your zero point.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't, no, I...
0: don't get to the point. Yeah. I was just going to say real quick, don't get to the point that, you know, that Susan and, and I and other people have gotten, which is you get laid off and then you go, okay, <laughs> now how do we get there really, really quickly?
1: <laughs> no, but that what I, that I think that the, the, the most important part of that is that, um, you know, when I got laid off and I started my own business, well, like we were saying before, my first thought was, this is what I know how to do. So I, I you know, I've had my design business for, you know, over 20 years now. And, you know, it's, the Frogs are Green only came into play uh, in 2009. And, uh, you know, it is coming on so strong with almost six years now that, you know, my business is soon going to maybe even take a back seat. You know, so it's pretty pretty interesting to see how, you know, how things can, like you said, how things can evolve, how you can, you know, your perspective can change. You know, I've always been an environmentalist and, and, you know, an uh, animal lover and all of that, you know. And, um, you know, it's only when you make the decision to, Go on this path because you just have an idea of something that you believe you should be doing. It's amazing how it can change your life.
0: Exactly, and and for those of you listening, and and Susie, Susie might have brought this up, but for those of you listening who are who are impressed by as impressed by Susie's story as I am. You know, I'm going to translate, even though I don't exactly know how she built the, the, the two efforts, I'm going to translate how you could. If you notice, she said 20 years she's been building the branding business, and the environmental side has been about six years. So what you have to do is you have something that keeps you going financially and then you dedicate, if it's five minutes a week, five minutes a month at the beginning, or five minutes a day, something, one task, one small task to pushing your zero point forward and pushing what you know you're meant to do forward. And you have to understand that the process might take months Or years but you have to understand that if you don't get there if you don't start you'll never get there just like you're not going to be able to save a million dollars overnight unless you win the lottery Mm -hmm. but if you start when you're young yeah if you start when you're young and you put one dollar a week in by the time you're 60 with compound interest and everything else you will have whether it's a half million or a million dollars it's the same way when getting to your zero point so if you find that you're not living to your Zero point. If you find that there's something you're meant to be doing that you're not doing, just give it five minutes a day and give yourself the permission to take a long time to do it. And give yourself the permission that it's okay. That it doesn't happen overnight. I work with countless clients who sit there and they want it to happen overnight because we are in such an instant gratification society. Because you look at a, an app like Yo, which all it does is you punch a button, and it says Yo, and get, you know millions of downloads overnight. Yes, the the one in a million thing can happen, but look at somebody like Michael Hyatt, who they just did a story on him. He is literally a ten year overnight success. He was a big name in the publishing industry until he got. Until he got, I think, they downsized out of a job. And it still took him six years to become a famous blogger and speaker. Wait a minute. He was in the publishing industry. It should have been overnight that he was successful. So give yourself the permission. Give yourself the permission to to allow the process to take time and to do the necessary things. And then at some point, just like Susie's finding out, at some point – you're going to find that the momentum is going to shift, and you're going to go from working
1: on your your current. Oh. Hello. Oops. We lost
0: uh, you. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Somehow.
1: <laughs> what happened?
0: Uh, hold on. Okay. Are you back?
1: We lost you for a second.
0: Okay. (laughs) That was weird. Give me give me one second. I have I'm having fun with the phone right now. Let's see here. Okay, can you hear me again? Yes. Okay, good. I am sorry. So you so give yourself a chance just like that. You give yourself a chance for the process
1: to (laughs) to come back to itself and regenerate and then (laughs) keep going.
0: Yeah, exactly. And just pick up and keep going. But that's, but that's really the key is that, you know, and I have to re I, I can't stress this strong enough. So I'm going to reiterate it again, just real quick. It, it, it The giving yourself permission, permission to be right, permission to be wrong, permission to forgive, permission to be successful, permission is is permission to allow a process to work is such a big key. And, it's, you know, like I said, what I can promise you is this. When you find your zero point, your barriers are going to melt away. But I can't promise you how quickly it's going to happen for you personally. And I can't promise you the floodgates are going to open up day day one. But I can promise you you will start to see the waters begin to flow. Um, let me give you another real, real quick example, just real so we're, quick. We're running, um, my, we're running out of
1: time. We're running out of time, Chris. I'm sorry. I, I, don't want, that, I don't want you to get cut off right in the middle of talking. So I'm sorry, we're, okay. going to have to, we're going to have to cut it there. Uh, just give your web address and uh, you know, how people can get in touch with you or to learn more.
0: Sure. So if I so here's what I here's what I'd say to everybody. If if I've resonated with you, um, and uh, you know, I'd invite you into the process of finding your zero point. Then please check out my website chrismsprague.com. If I haven't resonated with you, uh, but the topic has, go find a coach that's going to help you with. Uh, uh, with Finding Your Zero Point. And if either I know the topic is resonated with you, that's fine. Listen to this again, and maybe you'll pick up some more things, and maybe things will change in the future. And, by the way, if you're a coach or consultant, and you want to experience the power of video content marketing, check out videocontent.agency, and you can also check out expertshowcase.com. And, Susie, I want to talk to you, whether we have time here or later, about possibly coming on and being a guest on an Internet TV show that Dr. Mark and I just launched called expertshowcase.com that brings oh coaches and consultants on, on, on video. So um,
1: that'll be awesome. Yeah. Just uh, we'll, we'll email about that afterward. Anyway, uh, thank you so much, Chris. Uh, It was a great discussion today. Thanks everybody for listening and uh, Susie Brantastic signing off. Bye-bye.
0: plus.